The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to a very refreshing hour of business talk. This is Think Big, Work Small with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. You'll hear from the innovators who know how to use game-changing technologies and business strategies to shake up the status quo. In light of findings that 74% of all B2B and B2C buyers do their own research online before making a purchase, it's time for you to better understand how your customers make their purchasing decisions. Now, here's your host and moderator, Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you want to run with the Game Changers, you are in the right place. I'm smiling because this is such a happy topic. You won't believe what we're going to talk about. Let me give you the buzz here. This is from an article on Mashable. Way back in 2015, April 2nd to be exact, an article written by Brad Jefferson. I don't know who he is, but I think he's very smart because here's what he said. Video is the perfect venue to showcase the you, in quotes, of your company. So we're talking about small business here on Think Big, Work Small, and now we've just introduced the idea of video. That's what we're going to be talking about. So the title of this episode, Small Business Marketing. Look, Ma, I'm on video. Anybody old enough to know the implications of that? I'm glad you're there with us. So let me tell you, traditional boundaries to producing and accessing marketing content are vanishing. Why? Well, we're all consumers. And how are we interacting with companies' content where we're looking for something? We are online. We are on the go. We're on our mobile phones, our tablets. We're not always or not often sitting in front of a desktop computer anymore. So what does your small business need to do? You need to be where they are. But how? People love video. They love it absolutely. Video is so popular. Look online if you're not familiar with all of the people who become online video stars. You've never heard of them. You might never want to hear of them, but they are making millions of friends and some millions of dollars just by being online video rocks. So here's a reality check. Inc. Magazine projects that video will comprise more than 80% of all web traffic by 2019. That's less than two years from now. 80% of web traffic. Here's the good news. Video marketing. Once used to be the domain of big brands with big wallets and fancy art directors and big studios and a lot of editing. Not anymore. Video is no longer too expensive or too complicated for small businesses like yours. I'm talking to you with small business all over the world. Small to mid-sized business. No longer too expensive or too complex for you to create. Are you ready to learn how to do it on a small budget? I hope so because we have an extraordinary panel for you today. Let me tell you who they are and then we'll get started. First up, we're delighted to welcome a newcomer to Game Changers. I know he has a whole fan club listening right now. Uh, His name is Matt Singer. He's the CEO of a company called Videolicious. And you can only imagine 
where those two parts of the name came from, and he'll tell us a little bit about his company later. Joining him is a returning guest, Jay Maurice, the founder of a company called Lessons in Your Home. I asked him if he would play the piano on the break, and he said he wasn't close enough, but his heart is in the right place. And rounding out the panel, of course, is the none other than Lorraine Maurice, Senior Director of Global Indirect Channel Marketing at SAP. And Lorraine, of course, is the sponsor of this series. So let's get started. Matt Singer at Videolicious sent me a wonderful quote from Dr. Maya Angelou, 1928 to 2014. She wrote only seven autobiographies, three books of essays, books of poetry, and credited with listing with writing plays, movies, and TV shows for over 50 years. Maya Angelou knew what content was before I think we even came up with the word. Here's the quote Matt has selected, and it's a beautiful one. We hear it often, and it always applies. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Matt Singer, what a beautiful way to start the show. How are you, Matt? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) Fine, thank you. Talk to me about this quote. Are you a big fan of Dr. Maya Angelou? Uh, certainly I am, and, you know, as it applies to the topic of today's video, I, mean, I, I always think about video having two main values, the, the visual, informational value, so you can show people things, the you know, full motion video, but even more important than showing people things is the emotional value of video, and that's what this quote from Maya Angela really resonated with me. You know, with video, you can really share your passion with people, and know, express yourself, and, and people can pick up all these things uh, and feel really connected with you over video. So but that's really powerful when it comes to business uh, and sales. And so, yeah, it's an important thing to think about when you create video or when you assess the value of video. Think about the ability to emotionally connect with people and make them feel great. Very, very interesting. Matt, I recently discovered on Netflix a show that's several years old. I never heard of it until recently one night I was bored and I looked for looked for something fun and it's Drop Dead Diva. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but there's some very interesting actors and actresses in the show. And at one point, uh, it's about a law firm. One of the young men who's who comes from heaven, he's an angel brought to earth for very, to be somebody's guardian angel. He says he wants to use the services of an actress who's out of work, who's part of the cast, April Bowlby, who used to be on Two and a Half Men, and she's marvelous as Stacy, the really, really dumb blonde, but adorable. And he says, I have a job for you, Stacy. And she says, what? He says, we're going to make a video. So he takes her to the law firm, puts her in a business suit, which is not her usual uh, gym clothes, and she does a very kind of a spoof on what it's what is great about working in this law firm. It was so engaging. It was, of course, a take, Matt, on how do you make a video without actors and actresses in a fancy studio and it was humorous is humor a way to use a connection in a video for business matt what's your quick thought on that i mean if you can pull it off for sure i mean it's uh, if you are funny and you have that talent i think it is great to show your personality i think you know i think on a high level it's more about expressing who you are so i mean again if you are funny that's great but if you're just Passionate, maybe you'll make people laugh, but you really care about the customers and the products. That that also is just really engaging. You don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to just knock people out with your incredible yeah. video. If, if you're true to yourself, uh, people will pick up on that without much effort. Exactly, and that's what we love about the hallmark here of Game Changers Radio, Matt, is that I tell my guests like you and Jay and Lorraine, don't read a script. 
people will know you're reading. Come and talk and be authentic and be yourself. And that's why it works. Thank you, Mad. Delighted to have you. Your uh, rumor has it you're sitting in a car somewhere, and I hope you're safe off the side of the road because we have a lot more we want to talk to you about, so be still. Thank you very much. Jay Maurice, you haven't been around for a while. Pleasure to have you back. And Jay has sent us, of course, he's a musician. Of course, he plays the piano. That's what his business is about. And he'll tell us in a few minutes when we get to our up-close and personal part of the show. But Jay has predictably but delightfully sent us a quote from Ludwig van Beethoven. Come on, everybody knows Beethoven, 1770 to 1827, a German composer and pianist. He displayed musical talents at an early age and was taught by his father, uh, who was Johann van Beethoven and composer and conductor Christian Gottlob Neff. At 21, he moved to Vienna and started composing with Joseph Haydn and gained a reputation. Oh, my goodness. He died very young, and he was completely deaf at that time. But what a legacy he left. If only they had video in those days, Jay, and Beethoven could have shown us how he did what he did. But here is the beautiful quote Jay has selected from Beethoven. To play a wrong note is insignificant. To play without passion is inexcusable. Jay Maurice, what a lovely quote. How have you been? I've been well, Bonnie. Thank you for the introduction there. Thanks for the wonderful quote. Talk to me. I know you're a big fan of Beethoven and everything to do with music. How did you pick this quote? We're talking about video and you're talking about wrong notes and passion. Why don't you relate it for me? Well, I think, you know, even Matt was just speaking about passion during his introduction. And, and, and I don't think video can be done without passion. It just... It just loses something. So, and, and then the wrong note part is also really important because as, a small, as it pertains to small business, which, which I'm one, you, you have to be able to make mistakes to get better. And so what Beethoven says here is, you, you know, the wrong note is okay, but to do it without passion isn't. So I'm a big believer in mistakes. I love them. I love them how they help us grow and learn to make the next step. And I think that video is forgiving of some wrong notes inside of the videos. As long as it has passion in it, people will listen and people will understand what is being brought to life. So Very that's how it's important to the video topic for sure. Yeah, and, and what do you think Beethoven would have said if you said to him, if he was here today and said, hi, Beethoven, I have such great respect for you. I want to make an emotional connection so that my audience, my market, will love your music, even young people who may never have heard of you. What would you want him to say or do on that video? I know this is a pop quiz, Jay, sorry, but when you opened it up, hello, I'm Ludwig von Beethoven. What's the first passionate thing you would want him to say? Um, I think we'd want to hear him sing one of his melodies. Um, or just express it on a piano with the, the instrument of his choice, be it a voice or a piano or, or, or whatever. But I would want to hear that from him firsthand. And maybe even more importantly, how he's conducting a musician playing one of his pieces firsthand. And so that kind of insight to see, you know, like you said, too bad we didn't have video about he, how he would bring to life the music he's written. Because all we really do is interpret what was on the score. But what a wonderful thing to see live, how he would bring, you know, these wonderful melodies that made him famous and made his music last and his you know, effects profound. 
Thank you, Jay. What a wonderful answer. I realize I took you by surprise and you handled it with great aplomb. That's a very big compliment. And now let's turn to Lorraine. In case you're wondering, Jay and Lorraine are sister and brother. She's brought him to the show before, and I'm delighted to have them both on the show today. And Lorraine has selected a quote from Gary V. If you don't know who that is, it's Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, he was born in Russia. He came to New York. He lived in a small studio apartment with his family of eight total in the family in a studio apartment in Queens, New York. That's not far from me here. And uh, he started operating a lemonade stand franchise in the summers and weekends and made thousands of dollars. Then he joined his family's retail wine business. He was 14, couldn't drink it, but he could sell it. And he ended up creating a massive, massive online uh, opportunity for his family. He renamed the store to the Wine Library, and it just went crazy. He invented Wine Library TV. And he now grew the business from $3 million to $60 million a year, $60 million by 2005. Very, very interesting, gentlemen. And here is the quote Lorraine has selected from Gary Vee. No matter what you do, your job is to tell your story. Hi, Lorraine. How are you today? Bonnie, I am thrilled to be here. First with my brother, second with Matt. This is going to be a great conversation. It already is. Lorraine, we've had two great quotes from your co-panelists today. Talk to me about, this is a quote that surprised me from Gary Vee. I, I wasn't thinking of uh, storytelling when I think of him. I know Wine TV is talking about wine, and certainly people love that online. But talk to me, how does this relate to our topic, small business marketing through video? Lorraine? Well, I mean, Gary is, is kind of a serial entrepreneur, and he's written so many books about how to go to market, what the digital, you know, what being a modern marketer is all about. And as you know, that's what I claim to be. And so I, I, I was thinking about this topic and storytelling came to mind because it really in video is about being authentic and telling your story and, and telling your story in a concise, easy manner. And so it made me think of Gary and it also made me think of the uh, impact of you know, being an entrepreneur, um, being able to do marketing on a shoestring or a bigger budget and, and just kind of moving forward. And that's one of the things he does. He does it very well, I know. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yes, he was a four-time a New York Times bestselling author, speaker, and internationally recognized Internet personality. Very interesting guy. So thank you for that great quote, Lorraine. Uh, 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 and, and, and he's got a wine background, Bonnie. So how could I not like him? <laughs> we didn't get to the drink yet, Lorraine. Hold that oh, glass. Sorry. Hold, no, that's okay. Hold that glass. I'm going to circle around to Matt Singer. I hope you're still safe on the side of the road, Matt. And Matt, we'd love for you to tell us, not the exact exit or the mile marker, but in general, where are you right now when you're calling us? And Matt, what do you love to drink the most? And in give us a 60 to 90 second overview of what is Videolicious? What does your company do? Go ahead, Matt. Sure. So I am calling you from the rural Connecticut uh, back roads. So it's a nice, beautiful area. Um, and in terms of the drink, I I definitely love espresso. Um, I drink it a couple times a day, and I've definitely become addicted to Nespresso brand of espresso and and uh, the chocolatino or caramelito flavor to be that. Um, so I'm going to enjoy one of those later for sure. Uh, Very nice. Videolicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Videolicious is a platform that companies use to automatically create 
uh, and edit personalized high-quality videos in seconds uh, on mobile devices. So it's just a really fast, easy way to make uh, sophisticated videos without having any video editing background. Uh, and we work with a lot of businesses of all sizes to help them tell their story with video and, and make the videos look great. Wow. And is, the, is your target market, and oh, by the way, do you use video to market your video making process with small businesses? Or do you, in other words, what do they say? Does the, the shoemaker's kids have shoes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we definitely eat our own dog <laughs> food or drink our own champagne, however you want to call it. I mean, I like for a good that. reason, though, because video really is powerful. Uh, we have a lot of it on our site. We use video in our outreach. Uh, we love it. I hope you do, because that's what you do and you do best. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to have you, and I know you have a bunch of people listening. And I'm looking. Oh, we've got some uh, tweets here. Thank you, Videolicious. Anybody wants to spell it, V-I-D-E-O-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. Thank you, Matt. Stay safe. We'll come back to you, Jay Maurice. Where are you? Uh, why are you not in front of a piano? We'd love to have some live music. Never had it on Game Changers in about a 1,000 shows. And, Jay, what do you love to drink? whether you're listening to or playing Beethoven, and tell us a little bit about your small business lessons in your home. Go ahead, Jay. Definitely been on a um, hot green tea binge lately, Bonnie. You know, you can't read an article about health, and and then, you know, as far as hot caffeinated beverages go, green tea seems to be a healthy choice for you all the time. So I've got a warm cup of uh, hot green tea, and just enjoying that. I'm calling from Powder Springs, Georgia. It's a suburb here in Atlanta. And um, about lessons in your home, we teach music lessons. So I've made it really easy for people to take private music lessons, and we do it in their homes. Our teachers actually drive to houses like yours and everybody else's and and teach the lesson in the comfort of the home and uh, make it really easy to learn and convenient. Very nice. And if you were playing the piano for us right now, Jay, what would that be? I know my quote was from Beethoven, but I'm a big fan of Bach, so he seems to be my favorite, and maybe next time I come on the show, if there is a next time, would be honored and, and would love it. I'll make sure I do the uh, show from the piano to play a few measures for you. Some I think we'd love that. Kind of, uh, touches my soul. You got to talk to the boss. She's your sister. You, she, she runs the series, so we'll have to. I'll, I'll put in a special request for dispensation for you, Jay. Not a problem. We'll make it happen. I appreciate happen. it. <laughs> I would too, actually. Lorraine, where are you today, and what are you drinking that makes you smile? Because you have a beautiful smile, Lorraine. I say I am smiling. It's uh, I am in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, in the heart of a, an area called Buckhead, and I am drinking the Virgin Version of my nighttime drink, which is uh, cucumber water. And uh, it makes me get ready for my nighttime drink, uh, which is a cucumber martini. And so I leave out the Tito's vodka during the day, and I add a little cucumber and a little cilantro and a little lemon juice, and it makes me happy. Wow, I bet it does. It sounds good. I didn't expect that one, the virgin version of it. Thank you very much. Glad you are so we can talk to you for a while. Uh, as Lorraine and Jay know, and Matt doesn't know, Matt, they don't let me anywhere near caffeine on radio show days, and this is my second show today. I'm also an espresso fan. My espresso maker is the Virtue Line, Matt, and it's red to match my red kitchen, and I love it, but I try to stay away from the caffeinated versions. Maybe maybe the afternoon I'll indulge so all they let me have is water on radio show days I'm happy to be here talking about small business marketing look ma I'm on video we're going to be talking in depth about what 
to do if your small business is looking for ways to market yourself. Put the you in the marketing of your company. You don't need a big budget. You don't need a big staff. We're going to be speaking with Matt first up some of his topics. Let me just do a little teaser here. The power of video cannot be ignored. We've already established that. Companies have to produce their own video content just to stay competitive. We'll tell you how. Personalized video as a sales differentiation tool has a profound impact on how your customers see your company, your products, and your sales reps. And here's another one that we're going to talk about. Employee-generated video empowers your sales team to create high-quality video content in less time than traditional alternatives. And we have a lot more topics as well from Jay Maurice and Lorraine Maurice. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. We're going to take a 90-second break. You can count along with us. We'll be right back. So don't even think of touching that mouse, that app, that dial. Kevin out. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Studies have shown that buyers in today's digital economy are spending more time online than ever before, discovering and researching products and services. As a result, it is critical for businesses like yours to learn how to locate and engage with prospects and customers in this digital space. Think Big, Work Small with Game Changers explores the impact of changing digital economy on small to medium-sized businesses. We'll define the challenges SMEs face to proactively connect with buyers on their digital journey and share proven strategies to put into action to be successful. Tune in to hear the experiences and insights of top sales and marketing thought leaders and practitioners as they discuss how the digital economy is reshaping the SME business world. Think Big, Work Small, presented by SAP, every Thursday on the Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Think Big, Work Small with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Email your comments and questions to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet during and after the live show at Twitter hashtag SAPRADIO. Now, let's get back to Think Big, Work Small with Game Changers. Indeed, we're back, and our topic is small business marketing. Look, Ma, I'm on video. Who is the me? It could be anybody in any small company, and if you're a small business owner, we're talking to you. Special guests today are Matt Singer at Videolicious, Jay Maurice at Lessons in Your Home, and Lorraine Maurice at SAP. And I'm still Bonnie D. Graham, and I plan to be through the end of the show. After that, all bets are off. So let's look at the topics here from Matt Singer's discussion list, and here's what I would like to talk about, Matt. I, Matt says, employee-generated video empowers your sales team to create high-quality, engaging video content in less time and less expense than traditional alternatives. So let's talk about who these employees are. How do you set them up? What kind of equipment is needed? How do you pick the best ones to be on camera or holding the camera? Matt, why don't you give us a little intro? Sure. Yeah, and just to take a step back, you know, you know, in the very recent past, you know, it was all about making your one business profile video because, you know, video was so expensive to make and you had to make it count. And the video had to last for, you know, a couple of years, you know, your, your basic overview video. Now, I mean, as cameras get so good on, on phones, uh, you can really use video more freely. Uh, some companies on a daily basis. So, and how do you do that? I mean, you can basically have your employees create 
videos for specific prospects, like exact person saying, you know, hey, Frank, you know, I'd like to tell you about X. So you can really use video in a precise way. You can use video for every single one of the products you have individually, for every single event that you have. So just, again, defining what we mean by employee-generated video, it's about scale. It's about, you know, being able to create a lot more content than you could in the past. And then in terms of, you know, who should be involved and, and what should they do, I mean, you know, it's, it's really about, uh, you know, the expertise and passion of those individuals. So if, if you do have an employee that, that works a lot with a specific product um, and they can talk about it, you know, comfortably with passion, that's a great thing to feature. If you have someone who's involved with certain events that you have and they're involved in putting those events together, that's really powerful. So, so whenever you, you can tap expertise and experience, yeah, you know, that's a great thing to put on video. Um, and, you know, for those people that, that are new to it, it's, it's always good to just give them a chance to, to get comfortable with it. You know, we, we always advise, you know, getting through your first, you know, one, two, or three minutes to, to get, find your voice and get comfortable. And, and that can really help any employee become more effective. It's not something a lot of people have out of the gate. Uh, mm-hmm. But if they have a little practice, just like any form of communication, they get more comfortable. Thank you. Uh, Matt, I want to pick your brain here for a second before we bring Jay and, and Lorraine in on this. When you're talking about this type of employee-generated and sales team-generated video, are we talking about video that would be delivered via a mobile device to a customer or prospect for their use only? Or are we talking about putting something, posting it on your website or on social media? Because what I think I'm hearing you say is you would take uh, uh, Mary in sales and say, hey, Mary, uh, you've got a great prospect out there. Why don't you create a little video and, and tell them what the advantages are of using whatever you're selling versus putting something on social media and hoping it goes viral. So what's our focus here, Matt? Well, it's really both, but I think I think it's a somewhat new idea, the idea of a truly personalized, a personalized video for a specific prospect. And that, again, you know, that becomes possible when making video as fast and easy, which is becoming more and more the case, especially when the cameras get better and, and internet bandwidth gets better and things like that. So, so, you know, we've seen where people make personalized video for one specific deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can better emotionally engage with their prospect, get better responses. Uh, you know, the prospects really notice, oh, wow, you did that for me? You know, it's a very uh, conscientious and thoughtful thing to do, sort of like sending a, a present or taking someone out to lunch. So it's a great use of time and effort and a great use of video. But also, I would say do that at the expense of doing video on social either. It's just that, you know, it's, it's interesting to think about these more high-scale or, or personalized options for video. It's becoming more and more something businesses are doing, and it's working. I like that idea a lot. I want I want to make sure we got that in there uh, because there there was a difference, but something I guess could be used for both purposes. I think that is a gift. I like the way you mentioned that, Jay Maurice. Let's talk about what Matt talked about. Would like to comment, please? Oh, I would, and I really love the topic of employee generated video, um, and I love the fact that you asked the question, Bonnie. You know, which way are we using this in a social platform or in a direct communication with a uh, customer or consumer? And, um, you know, our product is, in my company, is our employees. So we use it in two ways. And first, we let them make a video because we're selling them before they get to meet their potential client or student, in my case. So an introduction about the personality that's going to be working with the customer is very important to make the introduction. In the social media aspect, this is something that really, really gets me pumped because 
you get to make your employee an expert in what their passion is, right? So now you're all, not only developing, you know, a relationship with a potential client base, but you're also empowering your employee to feel like an individual. And we all know from today's day and age, everybody has an opinion. Everybody wants to share their opinion. So when you give an employee a chance to validate their opinion by creating a video about something they're passionate about, I think it really shines. And some of our successful videos have been just that on very simple topics that our employees feel passionate about and have an expertise about. And um, I think it's a great way to bring clients in. So employees using and involved in the video process, very powerful for small businesses. Very exciting. I'm not familiar with this aspect of of company video making, so I'm learning as well. Jay, quick question for you. What would be your recommendation? And I'll go around the table and ask Lorraine and Matt as well. What's your recommendation for the length of a video like that, something that would go to a prospective student or a customer, whether it's B2B or B2C? How long should that video be? I would say uh, no longer than two and a half minutes, and Matt may be an expert on it, but I don't think it's very difficult to keep somebody's intention for longer than that um, unless it's about a very specific topic. So we like to do 30-second uh, to two-and-a-half-minute videos, and then if we have a feeling that we need more, we like to make a part two so that someone can experience it without feeling like they didn't complete the first video. You know, everybody, you know, we don't want to leave them half-baked. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's great. Two, two and a half minutes. Let, before, Lorraine, I bring you in, Matt Singer, agree or disagree? Two and a half minutes, what's your target? Yeah, I mean, I'd say I agree um, with only maybe the second comment that if you're new to video, 30 seconds is a better starting target. Just knowing that, you know, filling 30 seconds of lots of passion and excitement and information, you know, that's a lot easier than filling two minutes. But as you get better, and if you have something really rich to talk about, like, like let's say, a how-to concept, like, you know, with music lessons, you know, then you can really fill that two minutes with lots of information. But, but we always caution everyone to start, you know, walk before you run, start small, and it's better for the audience, it's better for the creator to just, you know, pack a punch with, with something really, really short, uh, which can be super effective for that passion advance. Very interesting. Thank you. Lorraine, now it's your turn. Talk to me about what the gentleman shared. What do you think, employee-generated, and how long would you want to make yours? Okay. So, first of all, employee-generated is such a perfect topic. I actually just spun up a whole project on that exact topic because it's critical. And social business is about your employees. It's not about you sometimes. They are the subject matter experts. They're the feet on the street, and they are the people that – Um, are in front of your customers. So using their expertise to get your message across not validates um, you as a trusted advisor. It validates the expertise you have in your company. And I think it's critical to to success for social. So I'm glad to hear the two gentlemen speak about it. And I'm glad that it validates um, my new project, which is spinning up a whole training on how to get your employees to be social um, in not only video, but in all aspects. And as for the timing, um, I always think about a two-year-old because I have the ex- attention span some days. I probably shouldn't admit this on, you know, on the radio of a two-year-old. So I think you make it articulate, you make it short, and you get your point across because it's, it, the whole purpose of it is to get the person interested, um, to go to your website, to go to some other tools, your ebook, um, to make something happen. So... Short, quick, um, my opinion, a minute 30 is a great length for just a normal non-training, non-enablement video. 
Very interesting. Thank you. And we we have now made another distinction, the training enablement slash the introduction or the the teaser or the, hey, I'm here for you and I'm so happy we're talking to you, that kind of thing. Matt Singer, anything you want to comment on before I move on to some topics from Jay's list? Yeah, no, I think everybody's doing really good things. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, you're making people feel like, you know, what they have to offer in video is a lot of things that they already know. You know, so it's again, it's really about translating their passion and their knowledge, and you know, just being concise and, and making it easy. Thank you very much. Okay, Jay, let's pick up a couple of pieces here from your list. Some very interesting topics. Here, I'm going to go to your last one. Video marketing increases your search rankings. So many people want to beat that system, Jay. So many companies are saying to their marketing agencies, why am I not coming up on the top 10 on a Google search for what my company is doing or my name or my product or whatever it is? Talk to us, Jay. What can video do? Why is it so important to have video out there? Well, I think the very first uh, thing it can do is it can keep um, customers on your website longer which is something that Google and the search engines are looking at, right? So the person who's watching your video takes more time to stick with it, and so the the quality of the video is very important in keeping them on. And that's one way that it just kind of naturally benefits your website and your rankings. And then um, I think Matt touched on this, and, and so did Lorraine, the ease at which we can make videos. So we can have more and more of these videos attached to a website, attached to our social pages to bring people there. And in the game where people are looking for titles, you know, we're still not searching verbally yet. So we're still searching with words. And so titles are still bringing people to places again. And all that activity is being tracked and ranked. And when we have videos about specific topics, our customers can find exactly what they're looking for. So we have a higher chance of uh, being relevant to them and then staying longer on your site. So I think it's important to kind of really realize that. Um, also, people want to see what it is that you do. We're not, you know, our, our, our customers aren't coming into a store anymore, right? So they're finding us from far away. And so when they look at us, they're really wanting to get to know that. I mean, I grew up and I can remember shopping and that's what people do online. If we're shopping for a business, if we're selling our business, we're, we're, we're selling it to consumers. And the salesman, the live salesman who, you know, sold our parents their first TV set and their upgraded TV set, and we really mm-hmm. trusted in them. They were faces that shook our hand and smiled at us and made yeah. uh, connections. And so that's the thing we get to do. We get to smile at somebody without actually seeing them in real life, and they get to react to that smile. So um, very important for, for our customers. Very indeed. Thank you, Jay. Lorraine, agree or disagree with Jay? We'll go around the table to Matt when you're done. Lorraine, what do you think? I agree, and I've got some facts from you from an article I just read on on Forbes magazine. So 65% of business decision makers visit a website after viewing a branded video. That's huge. And and HubSpot says that 39% of those actually contact um, the vendor after viewing the video. So there's how it's helping SEO. You know, if if you're watching the video and then taking action, that's exactly what we're asking. You know, that's that's exactly what us marketers want to happen. And um, there's a, there's a, a digital marketing expert, a guy named James um, McQueevy, and he estimates that a minute of video content is equivalent to 1.8 million words. 
So think about what it would take to have that many words in, in a marketing plan and any type of marketing tactic, whether it's social or traditional or email, it's, that would be huge. But one minute of video um, can get you that type of exposure. So that's where it really helps your, your, you know, your search engine optimization. Um, and the, these, these type of videos um, are accounting for like 35% of all online ad spending just because it is a way to reach your buyer. Wow. Lorraine, I want to clarify a couple of things. You said one minute of video equivalent to 1.8 million words. Do I have that right? Yes. Yeah. And is, is, this a, is this a product video? Is this a uh, hello, trust us, we're the greatest uh, sliced bread, sli- bread slicing company in the world? What, what's the nature of that category of video that he's talking about? I think it's an, it's, it's an introduction. I don't think we're going to get deep into the product, but I think it's, it's, your, it's your value proposition. It's your message, right? So if somebody is searching um, on a topic, they obviously have an idea in mind. And if your value proposition is meeting their requirement or their search, that's where the video comes into play. And I think that could be a lot of different things. And tell me the name of the person you're quoting again. I'm just about to post this. What do we... Sure. His name is James and his last name is McQueevy. It's M-C-Q-U-I-V-E-Y. Thank you very much. Well, we're circling around to Matt Singer for comments. Matt, I'm going to put this into a tweet because this is important. Matt, what do you think? You agree with uh, what Jay said about SEO improving? Definitely. I mean, that's uh, something we've seen for a long time. And you know, one of the things that struck me about you know, both what Jay and Lynn said is that you know, video definitely is great for SEO, but it's also about the quality of the video itself because, it, you know, I think a lot of people, they get excited about video and then they think, okay, I just need to put any video on my site, and boom, I'm number one. And, uh, you know, it turns out that just like any type of content, you actually have to do a good job with the video, uh, you know, to get people to actually watch it, you know, past the first second. But the, but the good news is it's not as hard as you think. And again, you know, uh, you know, it's not so much about some crazy concept or like, you know, people jumping off a building with a bungee cord, you know, like you don't have to think that grand or that cinematic. It's so much just about, you know, like what Lorraine said, your value proposition, and, and you know what Jay has said, the passion. I mean, the quality of video really could be just about being, you know, you're just you know really helpful and, and nice and kind, and, and you know give good information. You know, so so again, the the, the bar doesn't have to be so crazy high to, to set yourself up, but at the same time, you know, just think through what you can say in the video and what you can show in the video uh, that that will be quality enough to, to get that SEO goodness. Wow, I like that, the SEO goodness. Uh, Jay, you want to wrap this one up? Anything else you'd like to add? Sure. I mean, I think um, what Matt said kind of is reminiscent. We all want to make that video and have a million views. And so as a tip, I would say if there's a place where you can test the effectiveness of your video, it's great. We did a recent test and had one video that brought, you know, over 100% more reaction on a, on a specific landing page that we developed. But yet another video actually was lower um, in, in converting attention than a landing page without a video. So um, it's important to be able to test these things and also, um, that, you know, the, the quality of the message. And I think we've all been saying that universally and, and is key to, you know, helping you win that game. Very interesting. I, I was reading a marketing book. I'm getting ready to move, and I'm cleaning out 
probably about a thousand books. I'm not going to get rid of all of them, but looking for the ones worthwhile paying the mover for the poundage to put on the truck and move. And I happened to find uh, a bunch of business marketing books I haven't looked at in a while. And one of them said that you can say so much in a 20 to 25 second sound bite. That's all you really need to express a thought if it's done well. I thought that was so interesting because here on Game Changers Radio, I don't know if our audience knows this, we try to keep to a general guideline of two to two and a half minute sound bites so that each of our panelists have time to express themselves and explore their thoughts on the topic and in the conversation. But I discovered that we could, Lorraine, we could just as well be telling them 25 seconds. And can you imagine how fast the show would go then? Everybody would be talking these little blip, 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 blip. Very interesting. So, Lorraine, any comments on that? A 25 second sound bite? What do you think? So I think a 25 second sound bite requires prep. And I think that everybody needs yes. to recognize that whether it's the 30-second video, the, the two-minute video, the shorter the time frame, the more prep and articulate you need to be to get your message across in any v- venue. I agree. Thank you very much. And, Lorraine, I'm looking at your notes here. We've covered a lot of territory, but Lorraine sent me four guidelines, four tips for making sure small business video marketing is on target. Let me just read them, and then, Lorraine, some of this we've talked about, but you can uh, you can add on if you want. First of all, you say keep your videos short, okay, two minutes or less. We, we covered some of that. Link back to your website. I think that's an important tip, Lorraine. You can tell us how do you link a video to a website. Where do you put that link? Number three, make your video valuable. People have to gain value, either something new or entertain them. And make them uh, not really just a, hey, we're here and here, we're selling and come and buy our stuff, but something that adds value, which is one of the, the mantras or hallmarks of good social marketing. I know that. Social selling. And number four, here's where I'd really like you to focus, Lorraine. Show your personality. What makes your business different? So, Lorraine, why don't you give us some highlights of these, any of these four you'd like to cover? Uh, well, there, there's two in particular I'd like to cover, um, the, the linking back to your website and show your personality. And so linking back to your website, in my mind, is not necessarily about the, the, the physical link, although you should have your video on your website and you should always have your website um, on your video. But it's really about optimizing your content and making sure that everything tells the same story. If, if Jay had a story about, you know, did a video about, you know, his garden and, you know, it went back to his website and it wasn't, you know, it was part of business. It wouldn't make sense unless there was an analogy drawing the growing of a garden back to music. So really it goes back to my comment about storytelling. It goes, it goes back to making sure that the message that you're bringing to the customer is the same in all of your online vehicles that it matches because if you don't optimize your content you lose them because in the in the statistic I gave you if you know 65% are going to click on your website and your website doesn't have the same message or offer value or offer more information they're going to leave immediately so that is that's critical is really evaluate you know all of your messaging in all of your vehicles so that there's consistency and continuity and then show your personality. And uh, you mentioned Jay was my brother. He's my little brother, so I'm going to pick on him a minute. But <laughs> okay. he has an amazing dynamic personality, and it comes through in everything he does. And uh, I was looking at his video on his website um, a couple of days ago in prep for the show, 
And it is him. Um, it's not perfect, as he says. It's probably when he did new, but he's showing his passion. He's actually moving a bit back and forth, and he's telling a, he's telling his story. And um, at first, I was like, "Oh, you know, Jay, you really need to, you know, fix that." But really, he doesn't. I think that it, it resonates with what he's trying to do, and the fact that he's trying to show his target audience, which are usually either parents, you know you know, trying to get their kids or, or adults sure. themselves. They're, he's showing them that it's easy. So I really think it all goes back to set your message in advance. Um, think about how you're telling your message across all of your marketing vehicles and then make it happen. And, and don't be afraid to, to fail, going back to the quote. Just dig in. And I think that starting is probably the hardest part in making um, an effective video, but I think getting the first one done and testing it is really where you need to go. Thank you very much. Very interesting. Um, I want to go around to Matt and to Jay. Jay, you want to comment to your little sister, beating, your big sister beating you up, or what? I should give you a rebuttal moment here, a moment in the Thank sun. Thank you, Bonnie. I, I feel like I need it. You know, in my defense, we're <laughs> Italian, so we speak with our hands and we move around a lot. But no, when, when um, you know, the, the videos where you're real, you have to be real and, and probably move around a little less than I did in one of those early videos that I think Lorraine's um, alluding to there. But it's, it's got to draw people in. So I'm, I'm agreeing with what, you know, with what she said there for sure. And so I like the fact that she took note of it because we have to speak to our, uh, we have to speak to our customers. And I've recently been binge watching uh, Better Call Saul, a very popular show. So season two is when, he makes his first video, and he gets in trouble for this video, but it, the video has amazing response. It's not a video, it's a commercial, right? So it has amazing mm-hmm. response because he understands what his potential customers want to hear. He gets in trouble for it because he does it too well and not tactfully enough for the high-dollar law firm that he's working with, but you've got to be real to get results. Got to be real. There was a disco song, uh, something about being real, like I can hear it uh, not Evelyn Champagne King. I'm trying to remember what it was. Been a real, 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 real. Anybody remember that? Jay, I'm sorry for the bad, bad singing there, but I don't no, think I you're it. old enough to remember that. Anyway, um, I have a question for Matt Singer. Matt, we are seeing, I'll ask you and then around the panel. We do have a few more minutes till we go to our crystal ball predictions round. We are seeing, and I said this in the beginning, Matt, a, a spate, a, a whole a population or a new demographic of video stars online and I'm not talking about the cat videos I'm talking about for example some woman who's 18 years old or 55 years old who says oh I just discovered a new way to put on my eyeshadow they're not selling anything they're providing information they're entertaining they're informing they're providing an enlightening aha moment for people so she goes on and she she shows you how to put eyeliner on without getting crepey in the eyelids or whatever and the next thing you know she's got two million or or we see some some kid uh, helping the cat out of the back door. I, I said I wouldn't go to cats. Don't forget Justin Bieber. He started a video. Oh, he did? And you know something who made his own videos? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran was doing yeah. his own marketing. He produced his music independently, and I think he was doing his own videos before they were slick and shiny. And, and he was uh, social marketing, his social selling, his music, and now he's a mega, mega, mega. So, so Matt, what do you think of what, what is the key 
that made these so popular? Are we looking for a train wreck? Are we saying, oh, my God, another woman with eyeshadow, what's that? Well, why, why are we drawn to these videos, and what lessons can be learned for small business marketing? Matt, I'll start with you. Sure. I mean, really, it does come down to those two themes, the value and personality. The value, that really covers all the how-to videos that are out there. I mean, uh, my daughters love the how-to slime videos. They watch them all the time. I mean, it, there's a great opportunity to just give people information, and that completely apply to business. And then the personality, when you think about the, the typical YouTube rant style of video, you know, just people being themselves, being entertaining, being passionate. And again, business people can apply that as well. But, you know, I did want to share one technique because you know, we've talked a lot yeah. about show your personality and things like that. One, one tactic that, that we've learned really helps people is to prompt yourself with a question that's sort of controversial. In other words, just instead of saying like, hey, what do you do? And then, you know, answering matter-of-factly, asking yourself something like, well, is what I do actually really valuable or is it a good product that I sell or, you know, kind of actually questioning and then kind of listen like, well, yeah, of course it is. You know, we do X, Y, Z and we help people with ABC. That's another way to kind of get yourself to speak from the heart uh, instead of, you know, starting with just a matter-of-fact statement of, of, you know, what it is you have, really kind of almost defending, uh, you know, the value of what you do. And, and, and in that way, often your passion just takes over. You're like, well, yeah, this is really important because you got to do this. You know, all the things you know about, all the things that you've worked on, you want to prompt that to come out of you. And that's a little bit of that sort of YouTube brand personality uh, that's become so popular with, with all the YouTube stars, just kind of like speak for the heart and stand, you know, how they really feel. And that's, that just has a certain attraction to it. So I'm going to ask you one more question on how far can you take that personality? Because if you're a mid-sized company, let's say you have, I don't know, 50 employees, 25 employees, 100 employees, and you go to, uh, I'll pick a different name, you go to uh, George in the sales department and say, George, we want you to make a video. You're very enthusiastic. You have a great great face, a great voice. We'd love for you to do this. And, and George goes, he really does it. And you look at the video and you say, a little bit over the top for our company brand. Maybe the quote-unquote censor stakeholders wouldn't appreciate what he said. He used a little bit of language, a little too colorful. Quickly, Matt, uh, we're, we're, oh my goodness, we're almost in our predictions round. Matt, how do you rein George back in so that you don't offend him and take away that wonderful persona, but at the same time you can quote-unquote get past the censors with your marketing video? Any tips on that? You know, I would actually say you don't have to worry about it because Generally, when people talk on camera, it sucks the life out of them. You actually have to more worry about the opposite. People will be super dry. And we always say it's like talking to the wall. Like It's really hard to be emotive to a blank object. So we actually coach people to talk with 150% energy so it comes across looking 100%. So I would say in more cases, you're going to actually have uh, no problems with that. And if they actually push themselves to be... I'm more passionate. We're going to actually look normal and and, uh, actually be good to watch. Thank you very much. You have refreshed me on my, I thought it was a tough question, and you answered it with great finesse. Jay, quickly, answer to that one, and then we're going to run back to Matt, and and then we're going to do predictions. So, Jay, thoughts on reigning in somebody who's really over the top on a video? Not going to happen? Um, I, I love Matt's advice, and like you, Bonnie, I didn't think he was going to go there. I thought he was going to, you know, talk about tactics, maybe a different way to use the video. Yeah. So, but if you have to do it, let's say there is a situation where the person is just over the top. I think it comes down to basic management skills. The same way you would tell them to, you know, how to dress better for a meeting. If 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 it was a situation, I mean, maybe that's 
maybe that's obvious, but the creative types always need to be reined in a little bit, something we do. So you have to sandwich it, right? Tell them something good, tell them what they need to fix, and tell them something good again. That's my advice. Thank you. I love that advice. Lorraine, So uh, you want to give me 30 seconds on your take on this, Lorraine? And Matt, get your prediction ready. I'll give you 60 when we come back. Lorraine, quick thoughts. Over the top video. What do you do? <laughs> I think it's it, you got to dress for success, like Jay said, um, and it, it requires prep. I think you need to know your audience, and you need to to perform for your audience and the message you're trying to give. And if you're over the top, it's not going to resonate with your audience unless your audience um, prefers that. So it's all about the audience. Thank you very much. And a star may be born if you do go over the top. Who knows what's going to resonate? Might change the whole company brand. Darn it. Matt Singer, 60 seconds. Love to get your predictions. What will change about the value of small business video marketing between now and 2020? Anything? What do you predict? Well, I mean, you just you have to look at where the consumer world goes, and that kind of tells you where the business world is going. So you know, Facebook has basically said, we're a video-first platform. You know, all the social media networks, Video first. Video is dominant. So you, 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 you just have to know that that's where business is going. I mean, if people watch video all the time outside their work and they get to work and then someone sends them like a white paper or something, they're going to feel like, wow, what is up with this? It's like you know, 1990s calling or whatever it is. You know? so, so, yeah, I mean, basically everyone should really raise their video game. Be ready to use it a lot. Uh, so I think the, the prediction is this is going to be more and more common and getting up to speed with, with being coming good at it and, and natural on camera and, and knowing what to say, uh, that's going to be a pretty important skill. Thank you very much. Jay Maurice, I have 60 seconds for you as well. Jay, what do you predict? 20 years ago, the record industry was giving us our next big artists. And not so long ago, big companies were giving us are what videos were important to us. And we're, I think we're experiencing and living the future right now. So in 20 years, there will be less filtering about the videos that we can see um, and that, that find us and more of us finding the videos that we want to see. That's the big difference. Um, it's just happening all over society. So we're going to be given less and we're going to be choosing more for ourselves. I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's the way it will be. We'll adapt to it for sure as business owners. Thank you very much. Adaptation. Adaptability is probably the thing. Who knew we'd be doing a radio show on creating your own videos for business? What can I tell you? Lorraine Maurice, I saved 60 for you. That's it. I like it. So I will tell you that in about 2019, not 2020, uh, videos are projected to claim more than 80% of all web traffic. That's huge. However, there's two points I want to make. One is videos are not for millennials. They're for everybody. Even somebody like me who's not a millennial. You, you, everybody has a smartphone today. You You're not? Start there. <laughs> well, don't tell anybody. So you can, uh, you can start slow. Sorry. You can practice in the comfort of your own home. And then there are other companies like Videolicious and more that can help you get there in a more professional and cost-effective manner. Which leads me to my second point, which is if you're a small and medium business, if you're an entrepreneur and the state of the world is going to video, you have to get going with it. And not only do you have to get going, it fits into your marketing budget because you can hand make them. um, You can see examples online. YouTube can tell you how to do it just like they can tell your kid how to make slime in the earlier example. 
So um, I, I agree that to, the future is now, but I think the opportunity for a small and medium business to compete, to get their message across, to be profitable and grow their revenue is in video, and um, the, the statistics tell us so. Thank you very much, Lorraine. And while the two, three of you were talking about your predictions, I found a fascinating article. I got one minute to wrap here. Why video marketing is the new darling of the marketing world. Video marketing oh. has been unanimously chosen as one of the rising stars in marketing corridors thanks to social integration and investments by Internet giants. Don't believe the hype. Here are the statistics. Go to Huffington Post, the blog, the article written by Swati Yoshi, J-O-S-H-I, February 15th, 2017. And that's all we have time for. Matt Singer, I hope you enjoyed your time with us. We certainly enjoyed picking your brain on video. Thank you to you and your crew, and I really appreciate everybody being on board for this. Thanks for your time. Jay Maurice, it's always a pleasure. You have to play piano for us next time. Lorraine, get him on the show, please. And Lorraine, let's just keep doing this good stuff. And a shout-out to you and and Lisa Durrett for putting together another wonderful episode. Shout-out to Kevin at World Talk Radio, our engineer extraordinaire. Thank you, and welcome back, Kevin. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. And here is my call to action. Fasten your seatbelt. Maybe you should make a video of you fastening your seatbelt. Never thought about that. What am I going to do this weekend? What are you waiting for? Put the seatbelt on first, Matt Singer. Go out and be a game changer today. Just like Matt at Videolicious. Just like Jay at Lessons in Your Home. And just like Lorraine at SAP. This is the end of our broadcast week. I'll see you next Tuesday with another couple of live shows. 10 a.m. Eastern, 12 noon Eastern. Right here on the Business Channel. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Think Big, Work Small with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. To keep the conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to Twitter hashtag SAPRADIO. Please join host Bonnie D. Graham again Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Business Channel. We wish you a positively game-changing week.